What's up, guys? Welcome to the Sip the Screen podcast. We're back again after just a short week of not having an episode. Had to give it up for our boy, Charlie. Happy birthday, Charlie. Happy birthday. Thank Emmett, you. Appreciate you it. Yeah. Woo. How, how was the permit test? It's pretty good. Test? I passed. So, you know. What'd you I, get? I, I'll take the W. What'd you get? No, I, I didn't even show me. It just said, hey, you passed. So. Uh, all right. Good enough for him? All right. Awesome. Yeah, hey. So, so, so Charlie's going to go in and tell us what we're going to be uh, – doing today we're gonna start in the nfl the biggest game of the year uh, happened on last sunday so the super bowl chiefs versus bucks bucks came out on top i believe it was 31 to 9 the final score really after the second quarter didn't matter what the score was the chiefs really couldn't make a comeback honestly after the Um, first is what it felt like to me yeah it was this was i this is another super bowl that's been really disappointing I feel like that's been a trend these last couple of years. We've seen a bad Super Bowl with the Rams and the Patriots. We've seen this one. Um, and then, I, I mean, two out of four, two out of the last four have been pretty garbage. Last year's yeah. was good. And then was it Philadelphia versus um, Eagles? That was good. Or Philadelphia yeah. versus Eagles, like Eagles that. Pats. That was a great one. That was I, think, great I, like, one. I think everyone liked the Nick Foles. That was, that was cool. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, yeah. So we're going to start off. Emmett, what, what was your perception of this game? What went wrong for the Chiefs? What went right right for the Bucs? Just what happened? Um, At the beginning of the game, both teams were super cold. Um, There was like three punts. And then then it really started to get interesting. Um, Again, just like you said, after the second or the first half, it was – it looked like like the Buccaneers were going to come out on top. I mean, the Chiefs, they're known for making massive comebacks, just like last year in the playoffs. So I wasn't totally sure that they were out of it, but it kind of looked like that. And Tom Brady's such a good game manager that I knew he wasn't going to give up a lead like that. So I wasn't too worried for the Buccaneers but after the first half. But I think the biggest issue was there was a few drop passes by the Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes, he played his heart out. And it looked like um, the O-line, the Chiefs O-line had a uh, – a hard time stopping uh, this Buccaneers defense. Yeah, ranked sixth in the well, they're ranked twenty first in pass, I think fourth in rush, and mm-hmm. um, with their schedule like uh, difficulty of teams combined, they're the sixth best defense. And it was apparent they looked amazing. The defense was mm-hmm. great the whole game, and um, mm-hmm. you really give it to Tom Brady. I respect Tom Brady so much now after seeing that mm-hmm. game. It's pretty cool. So, uh, congratulations to Buccaneers fans. I think you also have to give credit to Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator Mm -hmm. for the Bucs. I mean, he gave up a scheme where the linebackers weren't really going to rush, and they would still get to Patrick Mahomes, and they would flush him out. And then if he ran, Devin White was going to go track him down. And then – you have to believe in those some of those corners like Antoine Winfield. I know he, he's a safety. He played great. Yeah, the do the putting up the putting up the deuce <laughs> yeah. versus that guy. Like, no one, no one knew his name until now. Let's be honest. Hey, he was I'm good not all sure season. about that. He, he's a good free saying, safety. He, he's the I've never seen him on Sports Center till then. He got a few picks this season. He was pretty good. Um, Walker what was. Anyway, what do you think about this game? So like the way I looked at the game. For me, it's like I, I like at least me. I feel like after the first quarter, you're like, okay, this like this isn't gonna be good. 
Because one thing, I mean, the Chiefs were missing. It was wasn't it both of their tackles were hurt. Both uh, of their Eric, Fisher, a, Eric Fisher was yeah. gone. Eric Fisher was out. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, like that's one thing about football. Like, yeah, you can like I don't know how to explain it. Like, you can go cold in the passing game and then like get good again. Like, you can throw two picks and then throw five touchdowns. Same with running. Um, but like your O line, that's not gonna change. You can't like really hype up your O line to do better. You know, it's either you do it or you don't. Um, so yeah, right when I saw Mahomes getting all that pressure, I'm like, you know, like he's not gonna have time to throw it. And even when he did throw it, like the crazy throws we all see in Sports Center, great throws. But at the same time, like you have to take some credit. Um, you can't like blame the receivers because like when they did catch it, all five guys were just collapsing on them. Like it's hard to hold on to the ball when a 200 man, a 200 pound safety is hitting you. So I mean, yeah, it's a sucky Super Bowl. It's it's not good for the NFL. Um, like it's not like they need good games. Like that twenty-eight-three was probably one of the best Super Bowls ever um, of all time. I, I mean, think. honestly, like if not the best Super Bowl of all time. So yeah, as much of that pains me to say, but yeah, it's just. And you can say all you want about the calls, and yeah, there are some really questionable calls, like really questionable. Some really maybe easy, Tom, some cheap ones. And maybe Tom Brady got got away with another one, but I mean, at the same time, three touchdowns. You have to respect the greatness. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think he solidified himself as a goat. I thought he was the goat coming in, but I mean, to go to a different team the first year you're, mm-hmm. you're there to a new conference, a new division, new coach, yeah. new everything around you, you come in, you have a pretty good regular season. I don't think it was spectacular regular season, but I think it was a pretty yeah. successful regular season. You make it to the playoffs, and then there was a lot of playoffs. Yeah. There was no team to stop them. I know there were close a- games, but you couldn't stop them. There's a lot of bumps in the road for the Bucks. I liked how you included that. They had a uh, rocky start, through, or not really a rocky start, but they had some games where they didn't look like they were going to make it to the Super Bowl. So Make the playoffs uh, at some point. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't say I mean, that. They were on course for I mean, that, but I, I, coming into the season, I thought they would grab a wild card and just sit down. Well, they did grab a wild card, but wait, no, they didn't. No, they won the division. Did they play in the one? Did they win the division? No, 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 they didn't. They were wild card, I think. Yeah, they they, pl- they played um Washington. My bad. Yeah, there was definitely but some I mean, games where it looks like they were not going to be deep playoff contenders. Like, a, for example, in the regular season when they lost by thirty five to the Saints. Mm-hmm. Does anyone remember that, or is it just me? Yes, thirty eight no, to right. three. I mean- like you don't see, yeah, you don't see Super Bowl teams lose like that in the regular season. By but, five I mean, touchdowns. Once again, never, you know, anytime you're playing against a great in any sport, you never want to doubt um, him or her out. Yeah. Like great, I mean, they're great for a reason. Like they're spectacular for a reason. So before we oh. move on from the Super Bowl, I, yeah. I have an unpopular opinion. I like the Super Bowl just because both teams showed so much heart, and there was so yeah. like. I loved watching the players get into it. It was oh, yeah. very the interesting. Antoine, the Winfield, the... Ty, Ty, Tyreek Hill, Winfield thing was good. Yeah, not I like and that. Brady and uh, Brady and Brady and Brady Matthew. And oh yeah. yeah, that was great. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah, that was. I, I hate that time. I, you know, I wonder what Tom said because you mean, know. So so Z supposedly they were he supposedly he um, <laughs> supposedly he said some naughty words but the nfl reviewed it he didn't say anything but oh, I'm he, sure he did talk a it. lot of smack <laughs> they did they did, they did, they did uh, instant review they did instant <laughs> review they he did talk a little smack before but 
when uh, Matthew said, or the, gosh, Matthew said, um, no, it's Matthew. So I'm, is it Matthew? Yeah, it's it Matthew. It spells uh, like that. It's a spell yeah. with I U I U E or I U W. He he did make that up. So I also thought he, the Chiefs, they're used to getting these holding call or not getting these holding calls. There were so many pass interference calls that they didn't get in the regular season that were called in the Super Bowl. And I think the Super Bowl was officiated pretty well. I know Chiefs fans wouldn't agree with that, but they played like that every game of the season. If you watch a Chiefs yeah. game, they were holding almost every yeah. play. That's they just what they, they do deserved. on defense. Yeah. They got what they deserved, and they were interfering in the pass. So I, I think that's yeah. on the Chiefs for holding and passing, um, getting pass interference almost every passing it play. It felt by. like every play. It felt like every play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it would either be a run up the middle with Leonard Fournette, or it would be like a little curl, and then they would mm-hmm. be grabbing him. Yeah, every but play. But to um to reiterate what Emmett said about being um feisty and stuff like that, I mean feistiness is what makes like I wish we could stop being like saying like that's something that's just strange, which I guess it is nowadays. And obviously, I'm not gonna act like I was. I mean, I wasn't born in the '90s. I didn't get to experience that <laughs> rough football, that gridiron football. But let's be honest. Every time like there's trash talk, it's so much better. You know what I mean? Agreed. Like I love seeing, I love seeing like forty-two-year-old white Tom Brady talking trash to him. It's hilarious to me, but at the same and, time, it's like, I mean, yeah, it's just and like the, the whole Winfield thing and Tyreek Kill. That's awesome. Like, and that reminds me of fun. people like Russell Westbrook in the NBA that just talk and talk. And Patrick Beverly, when they get mm-hmm. into yeah. it, Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly, I love them. Yeah. You love watching yeah. games because it breeds uh, better competition. Oh, because yeah, they, they want to go at each other and they want to they want to beat each other, which and is even awesome. when you're playing love. on a non-competitive team, uh, like the Wizards were, or and Patrick Beverly was, like, mm-hmm. man, they still I mean, would get into it even when their teams were bad, and that's what makes it yeah, even when they were. And also, yeah. I think like, I mean, and also, I think we should start normalizing it in college football more because I feel like, especially like older people, every time they see them, they're like, oh no, he's hurting his draft stocker. Oh, he's one of those cocky kids. No, dude, they're he's twenty year old game. It's like I mean, Pickens, for example. Like, he talks dude, a he's, lot. He's, he's having fun. Like okay, and like <laughs> obviously some of the, when you get a penalty, okay, that's when you went too far. That's when you're hurting the team. But you know when you're just talking trash, like dude, just let, let the kids. Oh play. yeah, you know same with Garrett Wilson, Ohio State. Every time he catches the ball on like on a sideline, he goes over to the player that he caught over, and he just goes up into his face and he talks to him. Mm-hmm. Every I feels like every play, which I yeah. love. I love that. So I mean. At some point, you know, like obviously, like you're in tech, talk, talk trash, but as long as you don't get a penalty, you're not hurting the team. You're and you're entitled to do it if you're if you're winning yeah. by if you're a great a, what Tom was winning by two touchdowns at the time. You're entitled mm-hmm. to to gloat, basically. I mean, any sports player that doesn't live on a rock, anyone that's touched a basketball, anyone's touched a football, you know, you're gonna if you're losing, you're gonna say scoreboard. I've done that with Emmett a lot of times in 2K. You know, score <laughs> scoreboard is the greatest comeback ever. So I mean, don't if you're talking, if you're down, don't talk trash, but. When you're up, look at. I mean, hey, MJ yeah. talked when he was down, so who knows? Uh, well, uh, yeah, MJ. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I remember MJ was like, "Do you guys see that part in the last dance where he was saying, um, they always talk when they're up, but when it's the, the when the score is tied, they don't say yeah. a word." I love. Yeah. yeah, that that was good. Yeah. All right, now we're gonna move on to the NBA. That was some good Super Bowl talk. No, now we're gonna move on. First of all, there was a trade that happened in the NBA. Derrick Rose was sent to the New mm. York Knicks. Yeah. And uh, the Pistons got Derek, uh, not back, Derek, back um, Dennis Smith and Dennis a Smith. second round pick. Sorry. Yeah. 
Um, so hopefully they can get Melo back, Kristaps, and Joe Keem, and they can rebuild the super team, right? Yeah. That's what they call. That's what he called it. He called Wait, it a super Thibodeau, team. Thibodeau's not in New York, right? He's not. I right? think he is. Dude, if De- I'm yeah, sorry, he's reuniting with his coach. If Derek carries the XPL again, dude. I'm... All right, wait. I'm. I. Th- I believe. I believe anyway, he's the coach. He is. Yeah, that's why he wanted to reunite with him. Anyway, that's one of the reasons. So, and obviously, you're the Pistons fan in the group. So, tell us what you think about it. Positive, negative. Um, um try to be a bit was, unbiased. I, I won't be. It. Last night was um, Dennis Smith's first uh, game as a Piston. With in 15 minutes, he scored four points, uh, two rebounds, and I think an assist. Um, okay, start off the bench. Uh, he looked pretty solid. Uh, he he wasn't getting many good. Hey, Emmett, uh, I don't know if it's just me because. Oh, never mind. Okay, you're back in. Oh. You cut out for a second. Did I try? You cut out those last ten seconds. So maybe try to reiterate all that. Yeah, we still so, can't hear you. Wait. Um. Wait. Talk. Okay, we not? can hear you now. I can hear you. Now. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Sorry about that, guys. Right. Okay. Sorry. Um. Yeah. I think. Um. I think this was a good trade for the Pistons. He. Um. I. I just remember him with the Mavericks, and if he can do anything like close to what he did mm-hmm. in Dallas. It's a win for the Pistons. He's yeah. also 23. And uh, um, I wouldn't be mad if the Pistons sent him the G League right now. Um, well, he's not, I guess he can't go to the G League now. but Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can, I can hear Well, no, but. Well, he's on a two-way, um, right? He's, I don't think I, he's on a two-way. I really like. I, I don't know. He's on I think a, he's on a rookie so. contract, right? Yeah, because if he's, he's on, on a two-way, then he can't go from NBA to <laughs> – to G League, so no, he has to he's be on a, set on one. Isn't he, I think he's still on the rookie contract. I'll, I'll check I think that so. Out. Yeah, go ahead. Anyways, um, I like this trade for the Pistons. I also like this trade for the Knicks. Um, I don't honestly yeah, would trade for the Crows. I, I see it in some ways, like maybe the mentor, uh, Emmanuel Quickly, just like he did Killian Hayes for a month or two. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I hope yeah. it works out for Derrick Rose. I hope they slide in. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I personally hate this trade for the Knicks. Um, to me, this, yeah. doesn't make, this doesn't make <laughs> yeah, any agreed. sense. You're, I know the mentor stuff, but Emmanuel quickly doesn't seem like he needs some mentoring right now. And, and um, like He's playing great. He's you're playing taking great. away minutes from him. Why? And, like, and I don't really like – I like it, but the whole mentor thing – Let's keep in mind, like, mentoring is only so much. And, like, obviously, yeah. like, they're going to show, like, with Draymond Green and James Wiseman, they're obviously going to show him pointing out stuff. But, like, let's remember, like, mentoring, yeah, it's really essential in the NBA. And better, having veterans helps. But people act like it's immediately going to turn a 19-year-old player to like, act like a 28-year-old player. No, yeah, exactly. it, it's not going to make him reach his prime faster. It's more about just handling himself as a player um, and sometimes as a man. But let's just with that term mentor, it's um, – to be overused just too much, in my opinion, in the NBA, um, NBA community. That's true. But um, just real quick to put my insight on the trade. Yeah, I mean, think about it. They traded – I mean, they traded Porzingis away. Like, obviously, like, you know, um, a top – For him. Top 20 in an NBA player, obviously, like a freak athlete, unicorn, for Dennis Smith Jr., and then a first-round pick that turned out to be um, – uh, this, this year? 
This it was last this year's. I think oh, it's, yeah, it's this year's. Out? It's this year, but it looks like it, no, it's this year's, and it looks good yeah. right now. That 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 pick looks really good. So yeah, the Mavericks pick, haven't been winning. And that pick pans out to be you know, top ten, top five, top eight. At, at currently, yeah. it is number twelve. Yeah, so I mean, if they're able to you know honestly jump in the lottery and maybe get top ten, great job for the Knicks. But at the same time, Porzingis is still a great player. Um, obviously, he wanted out. And yeah, I mean, I feel like everyone thought Dennis Smith Jr. was a big part of that, like possibly the front uh, player of the future. And you know, just the Knicks being the Knicks. What can you say? About I it? I honestly think oh. it's not over for Dennis Smith. Oh though. yeah, I don't mean to be a pessimist. He, I think he has a great career, but you know, he just he maybe hasn't had the chance to shine per se. So I, I think the biggest uh, issue was he worked so well with Dallas. He he worked he worked so well with Dallas, and uh, it just didn't pan out in New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, it might take him a season or two to get back on track. I don't mind that. I hope the Pistons do resign him because if we can, just like Charlie was talking about last night with me, um, if he can be like a Josh Jackson for the Pistons, who's become a solid role player in the NBA now. Yeah, Josh after Josh getting Jackson a fresh not, start. Josh Jackson um, is not a bad NBA player. Yep, and he got a fresh start here, and. Um, I hope more players. I hope we can re-sign more players uh, and do that with players because all these young players they have potential still. Uh, I I hope Dennis Smith plays here for a long time, um, and I hope he starts getting uh, bigger minutes. And I hope he can uh, even just come close to that Dallas self. That would be big for the Pistons uh, developmental well, developmentally wants, yes I'm just saying if he wants to go back to his Dallas self he definitely needs to take more shots of course yes that's, mm-hmm. that's yes. his role but also and the Pistons need to give him the go away like the go ahead to yeah because he, yeah, yeah. he, he looked scared last night if I if I may add he looked um it, it almost looked like he was kind of scared to take some shots like I don't know. His first season in New York was pretty shaky, but then it just went downhill. He started averaging like eight minutes a game, and they lost complete – like he, they had no hope yeah. in him. And I, mean, I hope the Pistons can reinstill him that he is a good player and old. he should get minutes. Just saying he needs to shoot the ball good if he wants to, yes. if he wants yeah. to have that role because he still has not shot the ball over 43% from the field goal range. Just saying, yeah, that's still, not good. and he's played, and he's it's not like he's not getting shots because in his first year, 15 shots per game, second year, 12, yeah. 11, um, 14 for like the, the year he got traded, 11 and 14, for, 11 for Memphis or Dallas, and then 14 for New York. It's his third season, no, fourth, I think it's fourth because he was drafted fourth. in 2017, oh, 2017, geez. but he's that, 23, that class. he's 23. He was 19 when he was drafted, okay. so he's okay. 23. All right, let's, okay. let's move yeah. on to another team. Uh, now we're going to go out west to the Sacramento Kings. The Kings have been on a roll recently, and if you if you haven't been watching De'Aaron Fox, I mean, it's incredible how well he's been playing. He's I, He looks like he's really turning himself into that star role that we've been looking for these last couple of years, and I think that – if he can continue this, maybe the Kings can make the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to make the eight seed, but I think if they can make into the play-in tournament, maybe they can be dangerous because they do have a decent amount of talent. It's just I do think that the coaching of Luke Walden will hold the mech. Mm-hmm. I have a question uh, for you guys about Sacramento. Go ahead. What do you guys think about Marvin Bagley? He's still – he's he has big, potential uh, still, but it, he's – 
he's getting old. Well, not old, but his dad makes he's me getting happy. he's getting um, older, and he still really really hasn't uh, showed out to what he hasn't was. improved at all. Um, it pay, it yeah, pains. exactly. It he takes you. he takes bad shots a lot. Yeah. Um, it's like like pretty bad shots. I say, and I don't think he realizes what his role is. Yeah, I think he tries – sometimes he thinks that he's the star of the team, but sometimes, like, Luke Walton doesn't play him. I think that part of the reason is Luke Walton because he doesn't – doesn't isn't, this isn't a good coach. He doesn't know how to do rotations and that type of stuff. Yeah, but, I don't know why they signed Luke Walton. I mean, he, I mean, as a big man, what, he's uh, – how tall is he, 6'11"? 6'11". Yeah, he's, yeah. he's 6'11", 235. Wow. And he's shooting – he's shooting 47%. <laughs> and that yeah. reminds me of uh, someone like uh, – someone on the Cavs, Andre Drummond, who is <laughs> probably seven feet tall, and he is shooting 43%. There's no mm. reason why yep. if you were a 6'11 man, you are not shooting above 60%, at least. Yeah. Come on. You're yeah. at the rim. You're always at the rim. Come on. And he's not like he takes a mad threes. He takes about two threes a game. Yeah, Dr- so, I think Drummond's issue is he he always tries – what I saw with the Pistons is he was always trying to expand himself, and the Pistons never needed Andre Drummond to take mid-range shots or even attempt a three-pointer. Um, he just he needs to get himself, boards. Didn't he compare himself to Kevin Durant when he was coming out of college? I mean, yeah, they, they wanted, <laughs> they wanted him to. It's just – It, it oh, feels good, like good sometimes good. his brain leaves his body when he's on the basketball court. You know, he every every off season, it starts to look like he starts to um, develop a jump shot, but well, it just season. falls out. I think he, I think he's so like for the Pistons at least, he looked so scared to shoot in preseason. He airballed like three threes, and I think it was just because, um, I don't know, maybe not familiar with it. Maybe he was only working on it in the gym and not people coming at him. I'm not sure, but he doesn't need to shoot mid-range. He doesn't need to shoot at all. He just needs to get bored, get boards, and put the ball back or throw it out. I don't think he needs yeah, to but, be that guy. Um, why is he taking eight threes this year? Why? Yeah, I, yeah Drummond. Drummond. Why is he yeah, taking I don't eight know threes? Why. And in, yeah. t- in 2019, <laughs> he took 35. And the year before, he took 38. <laughs> why it's, does he take so much? Uh, you know, so some of those, some of those are, to be fair, half court shots. He is not afraid to lob it up, and he, he is, is a good half court shooter. He is the he is best a good half court shooter. I think yeah. he has the best percentage from full court three. I I might be incorrect I on that. I haven't seen him hit one in a while, though. This was yeah. He um, it's luck really, but but yeah. If it's half court, I mean, you better give it to Sexton. So. <laughs> going back to um, Marvin Bagley real quick. Yeah, it's just. It, and at this time, I don't really think it's necessarily the King's fault. He just got hurt. Um, it's just tough because, like, like, like we said, people were comparing him. Maybe they're not Kevin Durant, but, you know, great NBA players. Um, and, like, during the time when they were talking about – I mean, don't forget, he went second overall in a draft class with um, uh, Luka Doncic and kinda Trey stacked. Young and all those guys. It was a, yeah, looking back, it's looking like a great class. But, I mean, people were even talking about, do we take Marvin Bagley first over DeAndre Ayton? Um, yeah, I mean – the thing about that top three was really all transitioning around Luca, Bagley, and Aiden. Um, Looks like yeah, you couldn't it, go wrong. Yeah, and it, it just sucked for Bagley. I'm going to be honest. Like, I wasn't really that high on him coming out of Kentucky? Yep, Duke? I think it was Kentucky. Duke. Duke or Kentucky? Duke. I don't know. Yeah, it was I think Duke. it was Duke. Was, it, it was Duke. Was it? Yeah, like I said, I wasn't that high on him coming out of Duke. I didn't want the Hawks draft him personally. 
Um, but yeah, I just, you know, just sucks for him, but it's the NBA. Yeah, I thought he was going to be good, but I, I didn't think he was going to work out with the Pistons, really, at we're our we're stage. Talking, we, are we, talking about, we were talking about um, – I was talking, talking about, about Bagley. Bagley. I'm talking yeah, about Bagley, at, too. Look at his, looking oh, at his stats, he's actually gotten worse every single year. He went from 15 to 14 to 12. No, I said I didn't want the Pistons to draft him. And oh, okay. I think he really I mean last year I think you can not I don't think you blame him that much because he only played he only played 13 games. Oh yeah. And so he's played 24 this year. Definitely has to shoot better. I mean 47% as a big man. Come on. You can't be shooting 47%. Yeah. So we're going to move on. Do you got wait, one final thing. So can the Kings make the playoffs? This one one word answer. Possibly. Yes or no. Play play in tournament or playoff? Play in tournament because that counts. Play in tournament. Okay. He will. They will make that. It's the top ten seed. It's the nine and ten. The West is how, stacked. How, how, wait, how does the play? How does the play tournament work again? Like who makes it? Uh, uh, ten play. Ten plays nine. Seven plays eight. Oh, oh. So they have to be the ten, ninth or tenth seed. I think they will be. I can't give it to the Kings right now. I just think the West is too good. Like the thing about the West is like the Kings can go on a crazy little run and then they can make it. But at the same time, if they don't go on a crazy run, I don't think they're going to make who's it. Who's competing with them I mean, for that yeah, spot right now? Uh, right now, it is currently. Um, so let's go to wait. Let's go to West. All right. Right now, some teams around them are the Mavericks. So all right, let's go. Oh. Let's go from. I'll go seven to twelve. I'll go seven to twelve. Okay. Uh, Nuggets at seven. Warriors at eight. Grizzlies at nine. Kings at 10, Mavericks at 11, Pelicans at 12. I was wrong. Oh, I think the Mavericks are going to beat them out for sure. I also I think, think that I don't Mavericks think Mavericks have won three really, in a row. Well, if Jaron Jackson come, comes back, he averaged like 21 points and like 13 rebounds at one point. I think so. I think the Grizzlies are – I don't think there's any chance Grizzlies don't make the play-in tournament. Really? Well, yeah. I, I would be willing if, to if bet Jaren, a lot well, of money on that. Listen, like a lot. If they need Jaron Jackson to come back, if he does not come back, Ja, he's great. He can't carry himself in a stacked Western Conference two A playing tournament. And supposedly Jaron Jackson, they said February first that they were going to ramp up his production, but um, he still hasn't. Um, he still hasn't really done anything. So I'm concerned. Yeah. I hope he gets to come back soon because if he does, they are threats in the play in tournament but if they don't i don't think it's i don't think there's a way uh, i mean i think compete. we know i think we know obviously like what just nuggets are gonna make it right so yeah i sure. think i think nuggets, I nuggets will be a top five seed still oh yeah uh, yeah oh yeah i think if Murray Prazingis just has to get back on this game he does i, I think if Prazingis stays healthy luca god forbid he gets hurt but hopefully you know luca and Prazingis stay healthy Actually. i think they're i think they're gonna make it too and then obviously, then it leads up to like the Kings, and I mean, obviously, some teams in the West right now. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Spurs were to fall. Um, uh, yeah, I'd see that. And also, and then, you have to watch out for like teams like the Rockets and the Thunder. And I'm just saying, I know the Thunder are like tank tanking. They're still competitive every night. And the Rockets night. should be tanking, but they're playing so good. I don't know they if they should good. tank. It's well, crazy. And they've lost four real- straight now. And yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's kind of falling off. One thing mm-hmm. I, I don't know y'all's opinion on this, real quick, but just real quick, um, the conferences, right? I like I was watching the Hawks Mavericks game a couple nights ago, and yeah, the Hawks good. and the Mavericks had identical records, right? Like I think, I think the Hawks only had one more win, and 
And basically, the Hawks, you know, they're six in the, they were six in the East at the time, and the Mavericks were eleven. I mean, isn't that just a yeah. bit, you know? And like, Crazy. Think about it, their conferences were established like in the sixties when like air travel was still new. I mean, not new, but still like you know, like people they, they made conferences yeah. they made conferences for reasons like air travel and like um, trains. Hell, I don't know. You know, we're we're twenty twenty one. Like we're in the twenties, twenty twenties. I know. Um, I, I wish. I, I wish I'm they would do the – I, I think conferences are good for the regular season just to group thing. everyone together. But I think I think a lot of people are proposing proposing this for a very long time now. We should do a playoff where it's just the 16 best teams because that's – at the end of the day, that's what we want to see. I'm yep. sorry, East. I don't, I'm not – I don't right. I mean, even – I don't want to really want to see the Hornets or the Knicks. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to see the no – I want to see – I, I want to see the Mavericks. I want to see yeah, the yeah. I want to see the Pelicans. I want to see the the Kings or the Grizzlies. I want to see teams like that that are actually pretty fun to watch. Because like no one wants um, to see the Magic and the Pistons get swept by the Bucks every year, get swept by the um, Celtics, and yeah. uh, this it's not fun. I'd rather see. I mean, even but the thing about it, even if the Kings get swept, you know they're gonna like put on a better fight. They're gonna be more fun to watch. Yeah, because De'Aaron so. Fox is always fun. Yeah, I mean, so. he always be he always be running uh, the fast break. I mean, it's just it's just fun to watch. Yeah. I think I think the East will get stronger eventually. I don't think it'll be like I, this I, hope they do. I think yeah. it actually looks like it's been getting stronger recently because I think three yeah. or three or four three of the title contenders are in the East. And seventy six. Uh, Westbrook like, Westbrook goes to the East. Uh, Hawks are getting better. Kevin Durant getting better. Goes to the, yeah, Katie's Katie's in the East now. Harden Harden's in the East now. The Cavs are starting to look good. Hawks are starting to look good. Pistons well, we've been, we've, been losing, we've been losing more now. It's, I think it's more about the fact that y'all aren't just bottom feeders anymore. It's just small steps. You we know? can definitely compete now. Yeah, you guys, it's not like y'all like, I mean, what, y'all, y'all, what seed were y'all last year? Uh, seed, uh, I think we were like 15, uh, 14th maybe? Yeah, 14th. so I, I, I feel like you don't need to go to the playoffs overnight. So, yeah, just uh, small steps. Coming from, a fan, coming from a Hawks fan who's uh, watched a very successful rebuild. Yeah, I think right. the Cavs are on the similar track as the Hawks too, because you look at every year they're drafting a different player that's going to be a, a very important piece to the to the mm-hmm. to the future core. You have um, you have obviously Sexton, Garland, Okoro, and then obviously I really want. I was telling you guys before we started, I really want the Cavs if he's available in the draft to draft Jonathan Kuminja. We saw him in the G League. I know Emmett Emmett saw the G League game. Um, Jonathan Kuminja, he can pass, he can dribble, he can he can dunk, he can shoot. I mean, he can do everything. So I really think he would be a nice piece. Maybe to put it at the four, you would have Sexton, Garland, Okoro, Kuminja, and then probably Jared Allen after you trade yeah. Andre Drummond for a half a bag of saltine crackers. Um, well, it's like Paul George said on that mean tweets thing. So yeah. All right, let's move on to. The uh, another question I have for you guys about, in my opinion, probably one of the most underrated teams in the league. Uh, I'm going to go with the Spurs. I just want to I want to get your guys' opinion on the Spurs. They're currently 14 and 11, um, not too bad. They're 16 in the West, and I really think they always go under the radar. And specifically this year, I think Demar Derozan has been playing great, and I, I, no one's talking about it. So, what do you guys think about the Spurs? Um. I think the Spurs, you know, they're a great team. Greg Popovich is an amazing coach. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I mean, I think it's dumb to doubt the Spurs out. And I think we tell ourselves every year, this is the year Greg Popovich is going to um, 
not do well. Your Greg Popovich is going to go in the decline. He's getting too old. He doesn't shoot enough three-pointers. When in reality, Greg Popovich is, you know, oh, the um, one of the greatest, if not the greatest head coach of all time. And if, any, if I can trust anyone to um, bring in the game of basketball to be better, make his team better, it's going to be Greg Popovich. So, yeah, I think the Spurs are going to be a good team. I also think they have an underrated young core. I mean, you guys, you have guys like Devin Vassell. DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray. Lonnie Devin Walker. Vassell, uh, Lonnie Walker. Um, yeah. you have, Is there a small uh, forward that they drafted last year? Yeah, he, he was drafted number 29. What was his name? Oh, gosh. He was from Kentucky. He, I know what he – oh, my gosh, what's his name? Uh, I see his oh. face. Kelvin Johnson. Johnson. Kelvin Johnson. Kelvin Johnson. Johnson. There you go. There, yeah. Right. Um, and obviously, Tyrese Hobbleton, right? That's the guy. Him too. Who? Oh, I'm thinking of the Kings. Who did they draft this year? Yeah. Who did they draft this year? The they took they took Devin Vassell at 11. Remember, oh yeah, the, yeah, I remember. He that was now. the uh, was he the three and D guy? We were pretty high on. Devin Vassell. Yeah, he was the. Yeah, yeah, he was a really good three He's from Florida State. Yeah, I, I, I haven't really checked like up him. on him. How's he doing right now? Oh, I'll, I'll check his stats real quick. I think he may have been. No, that was another guy. Um, I mean, he doesn't get. He, he's playing like 18 minutes per game. He has averaging like six six points. Not great shooting, but I mean, oh, actually, he's shooting really good from three, though. Shoot forty-one percent from three on three attempts. So, yeah, that's good. All right, all right. Now I have another question for you guys, and Emmett brought this up to me the other day. Are the Pistons actually good, or are they this not good? I can't tell because some of the teams that they've beaten are like the Lakers, Nets, Celtics. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna check this. I, I need to check wins. this. They're six wins. They're six out of eight. Yeah, they're six, six wins. wins. Read our six wins. Contenders. I forgot. I I was yeah, I looked I'll, at our I'll schedule check. and I was. It's Celtic. I, I saw you beaten the, the Nets. Sustained. You beaten the Lakers. Yeah. You've beaten mm-hmm. the um. You beaten the Seventy Sixers. The Seventy Sixers. Yeah. You beaten the Celtics. You've beaten the Suns. Uh, the Suns. You've beaten. We did beat the Suns. Yeah. The Celtic. Yeah, Celtics. As I said. And, and I think uh, that's about it. You have six wins, so. If I yeah, uh, our our record is ugly, but I think we will. Being completely honest with you, I think we will be. Sounds a little biased, but I think we will be the tenth seed by the end of yeah. it. Whoa! Listen, let's slow down now. Explain. Explain. So yeah, oh yeah, we are we are six and nineteen. Wait, six and nineteen. I think now. Six and nineteen. Six and nineteen. Okay. Uh huh. To go on a thirteen game winning streak, going five hundred. Hardest. We had the hardest schedule so far this season, and we play next next uh shoot next um half or whatever. When they come out with the second half of the schedule, we should have one of the easiest schedules. Uh, I'm not gonna say we're gonna win eighteen and lose six. I'm gonna say. We probably win like I don't know, twelve at least thirteen. But looking at their schedule, they lost to teams like the Cavaliers too. So it's really confusing. Yeah. I, the Cavaliers I, I, aren't. I very agree good. with that. We went to double OT with the uh, Lakers. Um, we beat. I mean the Nets. It's just it's really crazy. Honestly, I don't. I don't know. You're probably right. And then, probably and then you lose, and then you lose teams it. like the Timberwolves, but you beat the the Nets. I, 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 I See, don't know. My biggest issue with the Pistons is our record would be a lot nicer if we kept our leads in almost a 
on most of our, a uh, few of our losses, we were leading by at least 10, like the Timberwolves game. That and was just the, embarrassing. And the Hawks, the Hawks game. game, that was the biggest sell I've ever seen in my life. Um, oh, you've seen five I mean, yeah, I've seen more. Like, yeah. 28-3. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. It's just, I, I feel like the Pistons can't close out games, but they've been closing out games recently. Dwayne Casey's found his five to close out the games. That includes Sadiq Bay. That includes uh, God, I'm so stupid. Uh, that includes Wayne Ellington. That includes um, shoot, Sadiq Bay. Did I already say Sadiq Bay? Uh, and Isaiah Stewart. He's been added to that group too. Isaiah Stewart started last night, and um, it was very impressive. He played like 32 minutes. Got a whole bunch of rebounds. Got a block. Um, he was holding his own out there. He's a very physical center. And um, Delon Wright, he's playing good at um, point guard. I, I didn't think he was going to be such a good signing, but he's been a great signing for us. Um, so I can't wait to see uh, the Pistons. Uh, we're not going to make the playoffs, but it's been a fun season, I think. Still plenty left to go, too. So not completely yeah, we, have a lot of, we have a lot of games left. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to the MVP candidates for set the screen. I'm going to start. We're going to, we're going to go three, two, one. All right. So everyone, okay, we're going to cool. do our, I'll go three and then Walker's three and then uh, Emmett's three. And then we'll keep on going in reverse order. I think, so, I think it will. Let me say, okay. I think we're all going to have, not all, but I think we're going to have different like one, two, threes. Like, you know what I mean? Like in order, order, different order. I hope yeah. we have the same top three. I hope so. I, I think we'll I know. I think one guy that are, uh, is on me and Walker's list is not going to be on Emmett's list. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I, I think I know what I think I know who he is, and Walker knows too. Yeah, well, I think his name starts with an L. The same. Well, let's see. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll start with my third. My third is Nikola Jokic. Okay. Um, nice. So, I also had Jokic. Um, at that three. Yeah, three. Sweet. All right, perfect. Um, Emmett, what, I think Emmett, he's what been about playing. You? Oh, wait, wait, can we explain or no? Or do we go to Emmett? No, first? no, no. Let's explain, but let's just hear what everyone has first. So then we yeah, can all right. Emmett, who's your discussion. third? Who's your third? Um I'm gonna say Trey Young. What? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh my god. He was my MVP. Oh, my should we end should we end, should we end should we end the episode? Should we <laughs> end the podcast, guys? He was yeah, my right, potential MVP. I'm sorry for uh, sorry is, to hear that. He is third. He is third. He's not even no, top I, 10 Now, now you me. have to explain. No, you can't. He's not even 10. He's not even 10. All right. Ten? All right. I'll, I'll explain. Um, okay, he's that's, probably, that's, like eight. He's yeah, probably like that's eight. Just, oh, oh yeah. my gosh. He had he had a little – There has to be some uh, sort of team success. Slower this, start right? for the past, like, eight games. But Trey mm-hmm. Young will be Trey Young. He's I carrying the Hawks. Trey Young's going to average at least – 30 points he's gonna average no, I'm not sure nine assists and he's gonna average and you're gonna average steals mm-hmm. right now he's at 27 yeah, oh yeah, right now he's throws. at 27 and 10 he will average okay. at least 30 on not great 11. percentage oh he's shooting maybe like percent from three or not, not from three from field goal that's not bad he's a guard i know but i would like he's it to guard. be i would like it to be over 45 percent for MVP saying. candidate has to oh, be maybe MVP I, candidate. I, saying, hey, I can't uh, wait to. I, I got Trae my Young, top two ready. 
I'm hyped. Trae the only bad thing is that he gives up so many points on defense. So yeah, Trey. I'll say Trey Young was my MVP maybe two weeks in when the Hawks were like, um, I think they're like five and one, six and one. Trey Young's playing great, but now uh, maybe not so much. Charlie, then sorry. Go ahead and explain why you had Jokic at three. All right. I had Jokic at three because obviously I think he's had a really good season so far. Um, he's obviously a triple level machine with those touchdown passes and stuff. But he's currently averaging uh, 27, 27, 11, and nine. Mm. Um, he's not a great defender. Um, he mm. really struggles. I think he struggles a lot on the defensive end, especially in pick and roll situations. Um, yep. So that's why uh, the Nuggets, I think that's part of the reason why the Nuggets have been struggling so much is that. If you look at their core three, uh, Port, uh, Michael Porter Jr., he's an all right defender, and then Jamal Murray isn't a very good defender, and then Jokic isn't a good defender. So if you look at their core three, they don't have much defense. So I think that's definitely part of the reason why they've, they're at the seventh seed. And with a team with all that talent, I don't think they should be at the seventh seed. So I have Jokic at three. The team's been struggling a little bit, but he's definitely been on his game. Uh, real quick, same thing with Charlie. I also had Jokic at three. Um, if Jokic was a top two seed, I'd probably put him at one or two. But um, just his liability on defense just hurts the Nuggets. Um, it is nice that, like, obviously, like, the whole thing during quarantine last year is how he got fit, which is good for him. Um, and I think that that has helped his stamina and being able to close out games a bit better, which is something another guy on the list kind of struggles with. But we'll, we'll get to that. So hmm. look, at my, look at my transition. Look at my transition. All right. Now we're going to go to number two. At number two. Uh, actually, I want Emma to start with number two. You start, Emma. Number two, Joel Embiid. At two? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know. Let's, 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 let's explain why you have Joel Embiid at two. You got oh Joel Embiid at two because I already know who the MVP is. I already know okay. who the MVP Jeremy is. Jeremy Grant. Yeah. How did you know? <laughs> but uh, Joel Embiid's amazing. Um, he's playing great. Uh, yeah, I guess number two, amazing. He's so insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he won't be the MVP though. I, I think don't know I know if he'll hold Emma this um, level of play. But <laughs> if he does, play. he, he I, I might switch around my three. I say we do this every maybe three weeks. That would be pretty fun. Yeah. I think oh, the good. next one we'll do will be uh, like midseason awards or midseason all stars. Yeah, all right. be all right. that works too. Yeah, I so, like okay. I'll go ahead right. and you go too. I'll go ahead. Yeah. I so think we have the I same have, guy. I have LeBron. You have LeBron to you? Okay. Yeah. Yes, I, I did have LeBron. Um, I did have, I have LeBron. LeBron James because right now the Lakers are playing from not uh, really well. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce that word. They're playing really well. Or are they? Um, are they? No. I don't think they're playing. Emma, Emma, well, but they're, would but, they go to OT with the Thunder? But would they go they to win? double OT they, with the Pistons? A, what how many wins? How many games in a row have they won? Six. Six in a row. They won so the let game. Let me just say. Um, I knew Emmett wasn't going to have him. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I, I, I'm waiting for him to mute. Okay, he did mute it. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I just think LeBron James just, I mean, what else is there really to say about LeBron? Um, I'm not going to act. I'm not going to act like. I'm not going to go on a 15-minute tangent about LeBron because we could do that any episode. Oh, I can, I can do that any day. Oh, I, yeah, I, you any know, day. maybe. But, um, yeah, he's just. His playing this year has been doing really well. Um, obviously, his playmaking, we know what he does with that. And, yeah, um, Lakers just look really good and really scary. So, um, yeah. Uh, Charlie, what about you? Um, yeah, I have LeBron, too. Uh, he's averaging currently 26, uh, 8, and 8 
with one steal per game and he's shooting pretty good percentages, almost 50% from field goal range and 39% from three point range, which for a guy like LeBron, who has been struggling, didn't struggle from three most of his career, but I mean, obviously not a knockdown shooter until very recently. So mm-hmm. I think you definitely have to be, um, have to be um, happy seeing that with LeBron and he's definitely been changing his changing how he go about things with this game. Um, we've seen in the past where he's really just been like a bully where he just um, drives in and he can just finish over everybody. But I don't think he can do that much anymore because he's getting older. He's human. So what's crazy is that he's able to readjust his game to adapt to the current situation of the NBA, which is all about threes now. And yeah, they're playing really, uh, Lakers are playing pretty good. Um, I definitely think Anthony Davis, if he was playing a little bit better, um, being more aggressive, I think they could be um, a lot, uh, have a lot more wins currently. Um, I think instead of 20 and six, they could be like, what, 23 and three, if he plays a little yeah. bit better. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, LeBron, especially since these last two years he's been on the Lakers, his defense has improved a lot. I think that's because he has a guy like Anthony Davis right behind him. So yeah, yeah. LeBron too. He's not focused on just, I mean, and LeBron, like one part that does help, you doesn't have to worry about not having a post present. That's something he was missing a lot, like a defensive post present. Because obviously, I mean, he had Chris Bosch, Bosh, excuse me. He's more of a power forward. And then obviously you had Kevin Love. Tristan, and yeah, um, someone like Tristan Thompson. And Tristan Thompson yeah. is not a good post defender. So, I mean, you'll notice watching NBA games, like when you do have a big post center that's going to play defense like Rudy Gobert, it's going to help the rest of your defense out a lot. Because you don't – you don't. You, I mean, you know Rudy is going to be able to help us um, help defense, which is something that – And very speaking nice about defense – we, I think we, I think we all, me who, and Walker, have the same guy at one. Who? How? Okay, how could though. you have LeBron though? How could you have LeBron though? We just explained because we just explained it. He's averaging twenty six, eight, and eight. Trey Young's averaging thirty and ten. In yeah, and he gives up, and he gives up all well. those points, and he gives up all those points back on the defensive end, probably. Yeah. It's yeah. an awful. He's he's a bad defender. He's a bad defender. Yeah. He, I, remember I have a statistically. Question. Statistically, statistically, he's like one of the worst in the league, if not the worst. Who do you guys think is my MVP? I, I want to guess. I want two guesses. Probably like Kevin Durant. Uh, real quick. Wait. Kevin Durant? Let's clear up. Is it Jokic or not? Because that helps. No, you hear it. It is Jokic, baby. Oh, it is Jokic. Uh, all right. right. Who do you have it's at three? Jokic. Right. I had a oh, trade. Young. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that really young. threw off the whole. That part. Oh, my. That yeah. really threw off right. the whole ranking. I so, can't wait for him to win the MVP. But... So, Jokic. So, explain that. Jokic. Um, just Explain why he should be he over Embiid. Yeah, he how? Embiid. He should be over Embiid. He is a phenomenal shooter. He is the best scoring center in the NBA. Um, if he just gets a le- Actually, little yeah. better on defense, uh, Jokic can't compete. Um, Jokic is a big Actually, baby that cries a lot, <laughs> and I don't think they should reward him with a MVP trophy. He Wait, then why are you giving MVP every to possession. Him? He flops every possession and he then cries. Why are you giving MVP to him? Why are you giving MVP no, to him? What did I say? Jokic? No, I meant Embiid. Yeah. Sorry. Embiid's a big Embiid's, baby. Embiid never starts crying. Oh my. Embiid's scoring <laughs> more than Jokic. No, Embiid's a big baby. Have you ever have this you is, watched him play? He's the biggest AR, baby and, and he sucks. The analyst. So yeah, this, this is definitely high level analyst. I think. <laughs> uh, I mean, watching that, uh, watching the Nuggets he's calling game, him a big baby. Jeez, Jamal Murray, yeah. that man Green, he's averaging like guard-like assists. 
he's averaging. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Uh, he could he could and average it, a few more rebounds. But, but you can't but, say that Jokic hey, is a better scorer if he's, he's scoring, averaging oh, less he points. So much of a better score. Okay, when I will Jokic say, just started scoring, okay, okay, bro. Okay, okay, honestly, okay. Jokic, okay, yeah. all he listen, can do is listen, dunk listen. on people and lay it in. You see Jokic, he's just like. Dreams. What do you Dreams. mean? Okay, let me say, like it's night let me night. Say, it's night let me night say, when he shoots. Let, Jokic, let me say, Jokic has more ways to score. Wait, I think shot is yes, so many but, more ways to score. But well, here, another thing you missed. Let's say one day. Let's say you know. Let's say one day in the future. You know, this podcast sets off right, and we get Nikola Jokic, the Joker, on the podcast. Right? Oh yeah. He's right. He's right here in the Zoom calls us. Mm-hmm. We're gonna clip this now. We're pulling up this clip. Okay. You're calling Jokic a big baby. Or no, Embiid. No, Embiid. Embiid. He's such a baby. All right, yeah. And we're going to beat on the podcast, right? And we're going to have Jake on there and all them. And we're going to play that clip. Because every game against the Pistons, he moans and he cries. Watch last night's game. He was crying. He elbows way, people but, in the face. Jokic, the dirtiest player. Jokic, Almost Jokic as dirty as LeBron, but not as much of a baby as LeBron. He's close. He's like, if we had a baby all right, percentage, all right, if we had a baby <laughs> percentage, LeBron's one. Embiid <laughs> uh, is two. And then we have like Tristan Thompson three. And that's my baby. Hey, boy. hey, watch hey, baby, Cavs, baby legend. Percentage. Cavs legend. Yeah, as far as we know, we're still the we're still the defenders in the East. So I'm still. I, hope, right, yeah. I hope we have Embiid on the <laughs> podcast. I, he, did, he he did say that, didn't he? Tristan Thompson um, said we're the kings of the East. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right, so, we just, pretty good. Uh, here, Emma, pretty Emma, good. we're we're gonna explain why we have Jokic or we have Embiid. Yeah, first. I want to hear that. I want to hear All right. that. Yeah, he is averaging twenty nine points on fifty five percent shooting, thirty eight percent from three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's averaging twenty nine, eleven, and three, and he's having he's had like a, a a block a game. So that's wh- and he's obviously a better defender. Obviously, I think it's you know, it's pretty clear yeah. that he's a better defender. So. All right, so let's go. Let's go uh, up like part by part for Jokic versus Embiid. All right, defense Embiid, scoring Embiid, rebounding. Gosh, Embiid. oh my gosh. Assist, uh, pa- uh, playmaking Jokic, oh my shooting Jokic. Please, I've, I've still got Embiid, and they're make a better it, team. Please, they're please a better make team. Make it stop. Please. They're a better team. They're a better team. Listen, they are okay. not a better team. They are not yeah. a better team. Nuggets got off shaky. Who plays in the East? Who plays Look in at the their East record. Plays... Hey, if the, 40... if the forty, Look at the record. If the 76ers better team if they if the seventy sixers played in the West, they would be like the seventh seed, honestly. I don't think and... so. Well, record. not in the seventh. They would be like the fifth seed. Let's the Nuggets have but the Nuggets lose to teams like like uh the hey, Spurs they're and just the Kings. off of it. They they off of it right so now. So you're honestly. okay. You can't just say they're off of it. No, listen. I need to talk about because he's because he's off. I need to talk about why because that was <laughs> just slander. That was just slander saying that Embiid's a better score <laughs> than Jokic. He like, is a better. That's score. the stupidest thing I've he's ever. A- he all he does is more people up and just lay it in. What does Jokic do? He's fading. He's greening. He's laying it up. He's dunking on people. And be if be scoring more because it because his his style of play works. And Jokic plays a lot in, of in the paint. He has a lot of layups. Just saying, he's not just scoring. He's not just like a guard where he's just having step backs and stuff. He takes a lot of layups. Honestly, I I, I think it's crazy that you guys would think that. Walker, do you think Embiid's a better scorer than Jokic? Well, yeah, I think 
I think Embiid is scoring more points than Jokic. Yeah, now, he's honestly, scoring Jokic, more points. Jokic, that doesn't mean he's no, a okay, better scorer. Hey, hey, hey. The thing about Jokic, right? We, and, you know, he, and he's, he's a better. He has a better team. They're winning more because of him. No. And also, yes, look at Jamal Murray. Murray with, Here, look here's Jamal Murray with beautiful. Forget about the scoring, right? Let's just say, okay, Emmett, you're saying Jokic is a better scorer than Embiid, which I yes. understand. Oh, a viable yeah. reason. I, I, no, I do understand let's that, say, though. He's a more versatile scorer. He's a more versatile scorer. So, Jokic, sure. let's, say, let's, say, let's say Jokic I don't, is I always like, agree with you. Let's say Jokic is a bit above Embiid, right, when it comes to scoring. But then, mm. look at defense. Embiid is the defense miles is above Jokic. <laughs> hey, but what so, about shooting? I mean, that's Jokic a part shooting. of the point, though. Shooting. But, listen, shooting. If you ever watch a Nuggets game, Jokic is a liability hey. on defense. Uh, yeah, on defense, yes, but they got defensive. I don't. Pieces. He, he doesn't have to be that locked on. Jokic defense. might be averaging twenty-seven, but he gives up at least twenty on the defensive end. So, saying. You can look I mean, at it that way. And let's. Uh, I'll look at. Let me look at the Denver Nuggets defense. You guys. Hey, defense wins championships. Uh, scoring okay, gets right. you awards. So give me Jokic the MVP. Embiid, he can play defense all he wants. He can block people, but he ain't winning the championship. So you don't know that. He yeah. he won't. He won't. Uh, he a baby. <laughs> so, I, honestly, do I have to pull up the so, baby meter again? No. Like, yeah, so, the Nuggets. <laughs> the Nuggets are currently 16th in defense. You know, so, um, Jamal Murray, he got them clamps. Uh, Jokic, if he has a little clamp in him, they win. Clamp. They I win. So looking at this is a quick summary of the podcast, people. Um, expert Emma analyst. Thinks that, Emma, Emma thinks that the Nuggets are better than the, the Sixers because they have a worse record. They are better than the Sixers, but um, yeah, like they, I, I would rather. I think the Nuggets have a better chance of winning the finals than uh, the Seventy Sixers do. I don't, okay, even if the Nuggets um, are a better team, the Nuggets are so less likely yeah. to get out of the conference than the Sixers, though. Well, I mean, the Sixers. Yeah, you know watch, put the, put the Sixers in the, east, in the East and watch them die. They would be the like the, the Sixers, Sixers are in the East. Honestly. Sixers in the West. Yeah, for the Sixers no, in the West. The, you said East. Yeah, I know they would be. Oh, sorry, they would be the worst team in the West if they were put in there. Hey, honestly, and they, and they, they would be worse. No, than seriously, they clown. You think they would be worse than the Timberwolves? The 15th seed. The 15th. I would not They would be worse than the Timberwolves. You know, Timberwolves. They underrated. Timberwolves. They the. Okay. They the 60. They the 60. They are the six seed. If if they're added to the East, they're the six seed. Quick, quick overview of the episode. Expert analyst Emmett McQueen using the baby meter. The 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 he's off meter. Our expert analyst in it right there. So somehow he's a better. They're better team. But they have a worse. The Timberwolves, record. listen. The Timberwolves, they would be. Well, at no, least we're, not getting seed in the we're not getting started on another tangent. We're not getting started. All right, all right. All right. Thank everyone. Everyone listening. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. You guys have <laughs> anything to say? No. All right. I'm JT, JT it's better be JT Daddy Daniel season. Good night. Bye. All right. <laughs>